Welcome to your weekly nutrition nuggets podcast. I'm Abraham Anjorkutian, registered dietitian and online coach. I'm here to distill the research on hot topics in nutrition into digestible and applicable takeaways. If you are new here, be sure to subscribe to this channel and follow us on Instagram at Nutrition Nuggets. Welcome everyone to another episode of Nutrition Nuggets and today we have Jenny as our guest. Jenny is the owner of Best You Fitness. She is a personal trainer and fitness instructor and has her undergraduate degree in kinesiology from McMaster University and her master's degree in exercise psychology from the University of Alberta. She has been coaching fitness for over 15 years and was recently nominated as top three fitness professionals in Canada by CanFit Pro. She is a national level synchronized swimming coach and a mom of two amazing kids. Welcome, Jenny. How are you doing today? I'm great. Thank you for having me. Excited to be here. Thank you for giving us your time and knowledge and share your knowledge today. And just to uh, make clear to our audience, so today we are going to talk everything related to mobility, flexibility, and how can you improve on this, why they are important in the first place. So why we don't start, what is mobility and flexibility? What do we mean when we uh, talk about them? Mm -hmm. So sometimes those words are used interchangeably and and they do mean different things. So it's important. Well, it's not important, but it's good to know (laughs) the difference between the two. So they are different. And a flexibility is more around kind of passive movement, how flexible, you know, your body can move where mobility tends to be more about active living and active movement. Um, You know, your ability to bend over and tie your shoes or your ability to go up and down the stairs. Um, your ability to move in those sorts of ways where so you know the easiest way to think about it is flexibility is a bit of just that that gentle stretching and act and mobility is a little bit more about your ability to move in your day-to-day and uh, how would you say uh, if if we are going to put like on a scale of the importance Mm -hmm. or if someone like trying to start one of them let's say would you uh, put like mobility over flexibility or would you consider uh, we need to work on this uh, both on the same time at the same time so what is the strategy if someone like uh, more or less on a sedentary lifestyle and just decide has to do something and take the first step and start somewhere mm-hmm. well you're asking a trainer which is more important that's I, I can't give you an answer they're both <laughs> just like <laughs> asking a dietitian what's more important carbohydrates or fat Rosie, you need them all. Um, but in all honesty, they're both very important um, and both are, are necessary. And if you are starting from scratch, you definitely need to, to support both along the way because your mobility is only going to go so far based on, you know, your flexibility kind of thing. So, so um, and there are definitely strategies to it. Um, one thing that I, you know, it's definitely good, especially if you're starting from the beginning, is to ask for help. Um, and the reason I say this is because there's so much out there. Anybody, any person can put something on YouTube. Any person can put something on social media that's not necessarily safe. And if you're just diving into something without any sort of real professional help on really knowing who you are and what your needs are, there's a real chance that you could be injured. And there's, there is a real strategy to stretching properly and and looking at uh, mobility. So, um, you know, I really recommend you reach out to a physiotherapist or a personal trainer or 
you know, starting somewhere to get just to get that that base of support to make sure that you're doing it safely. Um, if you if you forced me to pick one or the other, uh, I I would go with mobility being important, but with the caveat that again, as I said earlier, mobility is only going to take you so far. You need the flexibility to support the mobility. So would you say, uh, and that's exactly right, I would like to tackle on that as well uh, to our audience is that how important is like to really, uh, when you don't have a clue about where to start, to really have uh, help from a professional because again, social media is also filled with like sometimes without the best practices or the best science, the way they sue. And it's the same thing if you have a heart issue, would you go to cardiologist or respiratologist, right? So it's just like you need to make sure that you're going in the right uh, place. Uh, and if let's say for the mobility, like if someone is starting with the mobility, like uh, what would you say uh, some of like ideas that they can start with and it doesn't have, because sometimes also when we talk about starting something, they we have this some non-necessary realistic idea about being too demanding or we need to uh, put so much time to do this and it's going to be like we need to figure out if we have the time or not and we in, in, we kind of uh, include within that kind of a vicious cycle of constant procrastination because we overthinking about like uh, the way we will start or we we necessarily thinking that we need to dedicate uh, like a chunk of time so what would you say about that and what would you say like if uh would uh, ease the just like starting and just do it and start like enrolling with this uh, activity mm -hmm. so there's two points i want to say here one specific to mobility and one in general for exercise because again that's my passion is the psychology of exercise right um it's okay to ask for help for exercise. <laughs> People very often feel that it's something that they should be able to do on their own. Why can't I exercise? What's wrong with me? I'm lazy and we get into a whole um, cycle of shame, et cetera, which we're not gonna talk about today, but um, it's okay to ask for help because behavior changes, you know, with regards to food, exactly the <laughs> same. It's really tough. It's all about behavior change, changing your behaviors. And, having some support and some accountability to do that. So first of all, I just want to put that out there that it's okay to ask for help. And it's a good thing to ask for help. Um, now, with regards to mobility, so I want you to think of mobility and we'll talk about the benefits of mobility and why we want to do this in a minute, but um, and why we should do this, but um, walking. Mobility decreased significantly based on studies during the pandemic because our, in general, our mobility as, you know, the general population went down considerably during the pandemic because people were not moving. <laughs> we were sitting, we were at home. So, you know, the very first place to start uh, is walking <laughs> and getting up and getting <laughs> I'm sorry to interrupt you, but do you hear all our audience? Like you see, even as simple as walking, we are not even talking more yet, just simple. No as i cannot emphasize on that and i can I, I love to hear from a trainer perspective on that as well because mm -hmm. again as i mentioned so it doesn't take much to take out for a 15 minutes walk especially during the summertime right yeah and so and i know we're talking about mobility today we haven't even talked about mental health <laughs> so let's talk about walking from a mobility perspective and then all of the positive benefits that come at it as well from a mental health perspective so um, walking is incredibly 
is incredibly impactful in so many ways, um, just to keep the hips moving, the body moving, the blood flowing, all of those pieces. So starting with a walk is amazing. Right. And how beneficial it is uh, if to, as you mentioned, is beside like uh, the physical activity side of it, like just sometimes you really need to reflect on things and text and the perspective. Right. So that's also some of the benefits of the mobility. Uh, sorry, the walking. Now, what would you say uh, in terms of like why it is important to work on this uh, basically stuff like the mobility and the flexibility? Why we need to be worried about them? Mm -hmm. So many different reasons, and it depends where you are in your life's journey. Um, and for everybody, regardless of where you are in your life journey, um, <clears throat> the higher mobility ha you have, the more independence you have, have as we age, right? So can you go up the stairs? Can you get up? And I'm speaking, you know, you're later in life, but thinking ahead, because we're all going there, <laughs> you know, can you get up and down off the toilet? Can you bend down and tie your shoes? Can you reach the top shelf in your cupboard, right? Can you drive your car? Can you check your blinds, right? Like, there's so many things that allow us to live independently. Can you get in and out of the shower, right? That allow us to live independently. So it's it's never too late to start mobility, regardless of where you are. That's kind of a long-term benefit for sure. That's really important. Um, the other piece is whether you're exercising or not, but if you are an exerciser currently, it really helps with injuries and avoiding injuries, right? Because the the more mobility you have, you know, you, you do, you have more range of motion and we can get into all these technical terms, but it really does reduce your risk of injury. It improves your posture, um, which, you know, is, is really important as well. So the, the list goes on and on and on. Um, and sometimes mobility and flexibility, um, we didn't touch too much on flexibility, but um, are kind of dropped to the bottom of the important list when we talk about exercise. Because, you know, if you have 20 minutes, which is phenomenal, you kind of try to pack in those 20 minutes. But I really encourage you to use two or three of those minutes at least at the end to give a really good stretch one. So, you know, it feels better the next day. But again, to keep our, you know, to keep that flexibility so that randomly when you do turn around to your back seat to pass something to your child in the back seat you don't crank your back right because you've been working on on that mobility and flexibility yeah i cannot uh emphasize on one thing you said which applies also in nutrition perspective on being proactive about our future because as we age again as you mentioned we easily can lose uh, that uh, even simple daily test that we able to do once a day and then we took for uh, granted or grad uh, we didn't really take care of it. Like, uh, as you mentioned, taking the shower or getting out and driving by yourself. And then these are become even more important to take care now so that you're able to keep it up uh, as long as you can, right? So, and uh, what would you say uh, kind of some of the how can we actually improve our flexibility or mobility? Mm -hmm. um, I'm hesitant, um, yes, like I'm hesitant to give them because I don't want people to just, because to just start without you, like there's lots of important things, like you do need to warm up to make sure the muscles are warm. And, you know, it's not just something you dive into that you start stretching, right? So there's, there's, um, it's important that you, again, make sure that you're doing this properly with the proper support. But you know, there's lots of important stretches. And again, not getting too detailed, but you want to make sure you're stretching the front of the body, the back of the body, the side of it, you know, you want to really make sure you're doing this evenly, 
so that you're not becoming, you know, more flexible in one way or the other, which on its own could lead to injury as well. So there is lots behind it to want to make sure that you're doing it really well. And again, um, making sure you're asking for help and, and doing it properly. But, you know, we have lots of muscles in our body and, you know, to stretch a muscle, you really want to lengthen it. So just making sure that we're doing that. Um, and when you stretch, just as a little tip, you want a little bit of a stretch, but if you're getting intense pain in a stretch, it's it's too much, right? So you always want a gentle stretch. You want to be able to hold it ideally for 30 seconds. But I want to come back to if you only have two or three minutes, you might not get the 30 second hold. So it's still better to do some than none. But ideally, if you could get that 30 second hold, and there's lots of, you know, mobility exercises, uh, bending over, making sure our back is healthy to touch our toes and pick up our groceries off the floor and rotating our spine. So, and again, that comes just through moving through those ranges of motion in a safe way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And we also might have uh, some of our audience who are listening to this episode who also kind of, uh, let's say they have more on a kind of a strength training uh, aspect of it. And they might be wondering, uh, okay, if I'm uh, doing uh, like if I'm going to gym three times a week and I'm having more of a strength training is how that is related to flexibility or will that help me with flexibility or uh, flexibility is a little bit different from that. And I need to make sure that along with increasing my muscle mass to be like strong and being capable of doing things again uh, for long run. And then uh, how about like, if that's also going to help me with flexibility or there are two different entities. Very good question. Two different entities. And there are recommendations that come from the Canadian bodies of, you know, exercise and um, <clears throat> how many days a week you should be doing cardiovascular training, how many days you should be doing strength training, and how many days you should be doing flexibility training. So it is its own thing that's really important. And as I said, sometimes it gets left behind. So how do you best implement this? After your workout, again, you take some time to make sure you understand how to stretch the whole entire body, not just the same stretches you do every single time, making sure you're hitting all of the proper muscles in your body. Um, and I really encourage people, and again, it, it sometimes drops to the wayside, is yoga. <laughs> I am a really, really, really big advocate to yoga. Um, if you are a, an exerciser, if you go to the gym or not, it doesn't matter. But um, sometimes yoga, if it's not your favorite thing to do, kind of loses its priority a little bit for the, the the weights and the sweating and all of that thing. But there are huge, tremendous benefits from a mobility and flexibility perspective to start to include yoga, which you will then see those benefits in the, the cardiovascular and the muscular and the strength training. So you will see those benefits cross over from the yoga. And, you know, you could even Google all the, the um, uh, sports professionals, you know, that include and all the sports professional teams that include yoga into their training, because it's incredibly beneficial to their sport and to their continued uh, development as an exerciser. Yes, I cannot agree, especially uh, the way you mentioned, like yoga have also multiple benefits that brings with it besides like uh, uh, stretching and flexibility. Also, the it plays meditation and mindfulness, which increase like more of especially nowadays with those social media, our attention span even reduced a lot. And this is also a great way of focus, increasing focus, attention. So uh, love yeah. to and I have a question uh, regarding how would you say in terms of like a warm up, why, uh, for example, when you're going uh, to the gym, uh, like, is it important to warm up or just you, you can just go ahead and start like your workout, whatever it is, the first thing uh, on the list. 
definitely warm up. <laughs> definitely warm up. What will up. happen if we don't warm up? Why is it important? Yeah, so uh, quite a few things can happen, especially um, as we continue to age. Again, that warm up becomes a little bit more important over, you know, over time because our bodies just need that time to, you know, especially perhaps if you've just woken up in the morning, if you're a morning exerciser or if you've just gotten. Um, so warm up is incredibly important, uh, you know, especially as we continue to age, perhaps when, you know, 20 year old could just hop out and start a run, you know, and come back. But that, you know, there's a lot of danger and risk associated with that, um, especially if you're a morning exerciser, if you just get right up out of bed and, you know, you, you start moving, that's really important. Or if you perhaps have a desk job and you're sitting a lot, you mm -hmm. do need to get that blood flowing. Um, very side note, if you sit, you're supposed to stand up every 15 minutes. As an FYI, as the blood starts to pull within 15 minutes. So make sure you're standing up every 15 minutes. Um, so uh, injuries, injuries, because our, our muscles are not our body. Technically, our blood is flowing to our organs, our major organs, you know, when we're not exercising. And we need to redistribute the blood flow to the muscles because the muscles need the oxygen, et cetera, to do that work. So the reason we warm up is to redistribute the blood flow and let's get some muscle or some blood pump into the muscles to warm them up. And then we can provide the muscles what they need during the workout. Um, and the second piece, the importance of a warm-up is a mental health perspective. It's it's to separate what was just happening and get yourself in the game to make sure whether you're strength training, doing your technique properly, and, you know, just to use that time mm. for yourself. So there's a physical benefit that's required as well as just getting your, your head in the game for your workout. Love it. Love all the information you're sharing with us. Now, what would you say or what what three tips would you give to our audience when they leave this episode that they can start kind of implementing the, uh, in their daily life, maybe starting from today or tomorrow, that will kind of improve their mobility and flexibility and wouldn't be something that they will think about it. Oh, I have to dedicate a tremendous mm -hmm. amount of time to do mm -hmm. so. So I'll start with, because I think there's a bit of a different answer here, depending on where you are in your journey. So if you're a brand new, um, you know, you haven't exercised in a while, you know, you're ready, all of those pieces, I really encourage you to get out walking. And, and you know, even if you're a regular exerciser, I really encourage you to get out walking, <laughs> because there's just so many benefits as we talked about from walking. So even if, and again, you don't go out and you start walking for 45 minutes, if you're not a regular walker, you start with 10 then you go to 15, then you go to 20. Okay, so it's not zero, it's not zero or 100. It's, you know, let's build up towards that. So keep that in mind. Um, if you are a regular exerciser, and you're really looking to uh, improve your flexibility, mobility as um, flexibility, in particular, you have to start to incorporate the stretch, you must start to incorporate the stretch at the end of your workouts. And I really challenge you to take on one yoga a week to start um, for those regular exercisers. Um, now, again, regardless, um, if you're a, still a new exerciser, you can start to implement yoga as well. Yoga is a beautiful thing to start looking into. I just really encourage you to make sure you're doing it in the proper way. Um, finding a, you know, a reputable leader or a fitness professional that's really helping with that. Um, if, you know, if you find, oh, I have a hard time getting out of bed, I have a hard time tying my shoes. I have a hard time, you know, reaching the top shelf. I have a hard time getting up and down out of my chair. It's really time to start looking at that now. Um, from a mobility perspective to keep as we have talked about to keep ourselves healthy so in summary if you're a regular exerciser make sure you're stretching make sure you're incorporating yoga and make sure you're walking if you're a new exerciser make sure you're walking start to look at a perhaps a program that's of interest to you and start to reach out for a little bit of help um, to make sure that you're doing uh, the things that we need to do properly 
Awesome tips, Jen. Thanks, thank you. And hopefully, audience find this helpful, beneficial. You can apply. You can see the difference. If because that's the thing, consistency, as you mentioned, beats standing still. And it's better than being a perfectionism of all or none and trying to start like a walk. But we start half an hour, even we didn't do the ten minutes, and then we see <laughs> overwhelmed, and then we stop doing right. So start small, small steps, and then progress it as you go is the best way to keep you consistent and committed, which is the biggest uh, goal to give you a result outcomes in pre pretty much any field. Uh, is there anything else, Jenny, that we didn't touch based on or you wanted me to ask you uh, that you want to elaborate to our audience? Mm -hmm. I guess what, what I'm incredibly passionate about is uh, including exercise in, in everybody's day because it has such a beneficial impact. And I understand and exercise doesn't mean gym because not everybody <laughs> likes the gym and is not a gym person. And that's absolutely fair. But I really, really encourage people to find something that gets them moving. Um, and again, ask for help if you don't know what that something is because there's a lot of fun ways to get moving and not only from a physical perspective, but there just needs to be so much work on our mental health as a community uh, with exercise being shown over and over and over again to support our mental health in so many ways. So even if you're starting from a mental health perspective, starting your exercise uh, routine, that's a really, really great reason to start. Absolutely. Yeah, if you, our audience have more questions, I would like to reach out to you where they can find you. Yes, that would be great. So you can visit my website at www.bestu.fit, F-I-T, um, Instagram, Facebook, Best You Fitness, as well as email is always great, Jenny at bestu, B-E-S-T-Y-O-U dot fit. Awesome. Thank you so much, Jenny, for your time. And thank you, audience, for being here. And we'll see you on our next episode. Thanks for listening to the Nutrition Nuggets podcast. Remember to subscribe on iTunes and Spotify. Share it with your friends and give us a five-star rating. We really appreciate that. And if you want to get more information on how to achieve your nutrition and fitness goals sustainably, then check us out on Instagram at Abraham Dietitian and at testimonials.abrahamdietitian to see if you are a good fit so that you can apply to work with us.